right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And I missed y'all last week. I really did. You know, every Monday we have an episode. We're consistent. We're on it. We make sure it happens. We make sure it gets out. No matter what time, Monday, there is an episode. (laughs) So whether that be 5 a.m. or 5 p.m., you're going to get that episode. And if you have your notifications on, then you know. But last week, I really wanted to do it. I was going to push through it. I was going to make it happen and I was going to put that episode out. But, you know, circumstances happened. God got involved and it was basically like, no, you're going to sit down and you're going to get better. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I had COVID last week. That joint from the second time in my life I had COVID. (laughs) First time in in a long time, but I had COVID, man. That joint punched me in the chest and said, nah, Jordan, just sit down and chill. You ain't going nowhere for a week. You ain't doing nothing for a week. You ain't posting no content. You ain't making no content. You ain't about to record nothing. So just just sit down, relax, and, and let it go. But everything in me was like, put the episode out. Make an episode. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't. I really wanted to. I had the notes. I'm like, I'm about to do this. I'm going to make this happen. But, you know, rest is important. And I'm the kind of person where... You know, I try to pace myself, but I, I, I don't really take breaks. You know, I, every single day I wake up and I try and be productive. I try and make sure I do something. I try and make sure if it, even if it's just one thing on my list, I get it off of the list and I make sure that it happens. So I don't really ever stop. And rest is important because if you don't rest, if you're tired, if you're burnt out, you're in a vulnerable space. You know, you're not always at your peak performance. You're not at top tip top shape. You're not able to put your best foot forward because you need rest. And it's hard because sometimes you feel guilty for resting because it's like, oh, man, are they going to think I'm lazy? Should I be doing this? I should be doing that. What other? No, just take your breaks, man. If you need to take a break, if you're tired, if you just need to recharge, if you need to get your mind right, if you need to focus just so that what you're producing, what you're putting out, what you're creating, whatever your passion is, whatever you're doing, whether it's drawing or whatever it may be, you can't produce the best content creation. You you can't create at your peak if you're not rested. So whoever needs to hear that rest is important, but that is not today's message. Take that with you, if you will. Today's message. So I wanted to let y'all know that this speaking journey is something that is growing. It is moving. I love it. And I found myself even the other day, <laughs> me being sick and all, I couldn't sleep. And I was up at two in the morning, walking around my room in the dark, practicing speeches for an event that I am not even booked for yet, but I'm speaking it into existence. And I imagine myself in a room at a university, just in front of some kids, just talking and speaking. And I'm like, I'm really practicing this speech that it hasn't even been put to paper yet. It hasn't even been booked yet, but I know it's going to happen because yes, (laughs) yes. And my most recent speaking engagement was at Green Village Initiative GVI for short here in Bridgeport, Connecticut at their community farm on Reservoir Avenue. So I went down there, had the opportunity to speak with, I want to say 12, 12 to 15 youth high school students, um, all different ages, most of them 17, um, most of them with, you know, a lot of high ambitions, want to do some big things, went to a lot of, you know, the schools in the area. Um, and even one went to a school in New Haven. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, so we had some good representation there. It was great. And uh, one of the first things that stood out to me with this speaking engagement, with this opportunity, is when I got there, I immediately 
recognize one of the kids there from when I was an assistant youth director. And, you know, he was a student who was in the program for a little bit. He kind of aged out. You know, he was in high school. He didn't want to be with the kids no more. And I completely understand it. <laughs> um, but when I saw him, you the, the excitement I saw in his face and the excitement I had inside and the level of comfort it gave me because it's like, okay, I already know one of these kids here. So if anything, I'm going to connect with at least him. But the level of excitement he had to see me and he was like, oh, mister, this is what you do now. This is blah, 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 blah. You're not a light bridge no more. And I'm like, no, nah, this is what I do now. And he was excited about it. He was like, wow, this is what you do. Like, you really get paid to speak? And I'm like, yeah, I really get paid to speak. <laughs> so um, it was amazing because him being able to see me in different phases is important. Him, He saw me as a program assistant. Um, he saw me move up to an assistant director and then he saw me branch off and start to do my own thing and be a public speaker. And he's also aware of the podcast and everything. So it's like for him to see me in all these different phases and then to, for him to see me not just in my place of work, but now I'm at his place of work because all of these kids work on this farm for the summer as a part of this program. So now I'm in his space and I'm still doing you know, amazing things. I'm able to inspire. I'm able to meet him where he is and I'm able to connect and just, you have to see it, you know, like people tell you all the time, you can be whatever you want to be, but then to be able to be that example for him, that tangible example of like, yo, you really can do whatever it is you want to do. That moment there meant more to me than anything. And that was before I even began to speak to anybody. I was like, already, I've, I'm done. I'm doing what I needed to do. Mission was accomplished. And it just reaffirms like I'm in the right space. So, you know, moving forward, the topic of conversation that I had, you know, with these students, with these kids is about building community and how a lot of times the communities we come from, whether it's the city you come from, the household you come from, the friends you, you have, whatever your community is, whatever your environment is, plays a major impact on, you know, how far you can go sometimes, you know, but I was there to let them know that regardless of what community you come from, whether you come from Trumbull or Bridgeport, whether you come from a two parent household, a single parent household, you're raised by your grandparents, whatever your situation may be, you can still succeed and excel. And that was my message to give to them. And I, you know, I was being honest with them and we were able to be honest with each other. We we're like, yo, you know, we're all from Bridgeport here. We all know Bridgeport has a certain connotation. You know, you tell someone outside of Bridgeport, you're from Bridgeport. Everybody makes a face. <laughs> and if you're from here and you've been in that situation, you know what face I'm talking about. You come about somebody and be like, oh, yeah, especially if you're far from Bridgeport. Like, let's say I find myself in like Middletown or something like that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, where you from? I'm from Bridgeport. Oh, OK. That, that's nice. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. So, um, you know, you know that look, you know the face that people make. And it's, it's unfortunate because Bridgeport is really a beautiful place. And I gave them a bunch of different examples of how amazing Bridgeport is and how, like, you can come from Bridgeport. Some of the amazing, famous people, famous organizations, companies, all these different things that were started and founded in Bridgeport, the history of Bridgeport, like there's so much to it and there's so much still to come. So I had to, you know, reinforce that with these kids. Like, don't be afraid to tell somebody you from Bridgeport because there's nothing wrong with that. And I told them the first time I had a negative experience telling somebody I was from Bridgeport, 
Um, first one that really stood out to me because that had happened before. So I'm going to share this with y'all. So when I was in eighth grade, you go to Holiday Hill for, for a field trip. So and it's it was my school and the school next to mine because where I went, it was a big campus. It was like four different schools in one spot here in Bridgeport. So um, we was all out there and I go. I'm in line is me and my boy Hector. Hector, if you ever hear this, shout out to you, the GOAT. Um, it's me and my boy Hector. We're in line. I'm trying to get a burger and I had a Scarface T-shirt on. I just liked the movie. I had no business watching that movie at the age I was, but I liked the movie. So I'm in line, excuse me, and this woman comes up to me and she's like, oh, okay, hey, how, how are you guys doing? I'm like, I'm good, how you doing? And then she's like, oh, I, I like your shirt. Is that like from a gang or something? And I'm like, ma'am, you don't know the movie Scarface? You don't know Al Pacino? Like, you don't know... You don't know Scarface? What do you mean? Is it a part of a gang? <laughs> it's like just a, literally a T-shirt with Scarface on it. She, she, so she assumed the shirt had some sort of connection to a gang. And then she asked me, oh, where are you guys from? I said, from Bridgeport. She was like, oh, it's like rough out there. And I'm like, lady, what are you trying to get at right now? Like, what, what are you doing right now? <laughs> so that was my first negative experience with that I can remember of telling somebody else from Bridgeport. And the fact that, you know, an adult would approach an eighth grader on that type of time and be like, are you in a gang? Blah, 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 blah. All these different questions that like one are none of your business, but two, what make, what about me makes you think that that is a question you should be asking me? What, what about me and where I'm from makes you think that I would be a part of such a thing, <laughs> you know? So like it's a lot of prejudice. It's a lot of nonsense already happening. And some kids that I was speaking to at this uh, engagement were able to identify with that, connect with that. Um, and we had an amazing conversation. But another thing that was even greater than that, when, you know, when I was getting around to my closing is I was talking to them and I said, you know, the one thing I really want you all to prioritize because they're all transitioning in life. You know, most of them are thinking about college next or whatever it is that they want to do. And me being aware of that, I'm like, one thing I really want you all to do and understand if no one else says it to you, I'm going to say it to you today is that you need to prioritize you prioritize your mental health, prioritize how you feel and don't let anybody push you in a direction that you're not ready for. I said, you're at that age now where you're under a lot of stress and your parents may not necessarily acknowledge that you're under a lot of stress. I said, you're at a point now where you f you're under so much pressure to succeed, to figure your life out, to go to school, to make these major decisions that are going to impact the rest of your, your livelihood. And that is stressful. <laughs> and I said, I know some of your parents may look at you and be like, oh, what are you stressed about? You don't got stress. You don't pay a mortgage. You don't pay rent. You don't got bills. You don't got real problems. And it connected with a couple of them because that happens. And it's like, okay, I know that my stress may not necessarily be yours, but the stress I'm going through now is still real and it still needs to be validated. And some of the stress, you know, for a lot of us, if your parents didn't go to school or they didn't go to school right out of high school, you're in a space that they never were in. You know, you, if you're in a space where it's like, oh, I'm going to school straight out of high school 
and your parents never did that, they can't even begin to relate and understand the level of stress and pressure that you're under at that moment. So a lot of the times they're just speaking from a place that they, they, they can't even really understand. So I wanted to push that to them, like protect your mental, <laughs> make decisions that you're comfortable with. There's no timeline that says, do this right now, do this right now. I said, if y'all want to take a break, take a break. I said, if y'all want to travel the world for two years and go find yourself before you go to school, go do that. Like whatever it is you want to do, do it. School will always be there. All these other things will always be there, but don't make that decision until you're ready. I had to push that to them. Do not make that decision until you're ready and don't let anyone bully you into making a decision. And that resonated with them as well. But then the final piece to it all was I was speaking about, I spoke briefly, like very, I might've said like a sentence on like just mental health, you know, making sure you're okay. And there was this one student, um, I won't say his name. Let's just say his name is Jeff. It's not Jeff, but let's just say it's Jeff. So then Jeff, just in the middle of me, I didn't even open up the floor to questions yet. Jeff asked me a question. He was like, yeah, so, you know, you said earlier that you, um, you worked in mental health, but then you, you got a degree in something else. And, and he was asking me a lot of different questions, just mental health related. And I could tell this was really like, it was, it was hitting Jeff. It was making, it was making sense to Jeff. Cause he was asking me a lot of real good questions. He was like, you know, um, what made you choose one degree and then choose another degree? Um, what made you, you know, want to get into mental health when you're working with certain clients? Do you see any differences in them? Does it feel like this? Does it feel like that? Um, and I was giving them a lot of just free game because I'm like, I've worked in a lot of different mental health <laughs> uh, fields at different jobs, different places. And I talked to them about one place I worked where I didn't know anybody's diagnosis. And I said, somebody, I, everything I had to do, they had to do it with me. We were partners. So I got to know the person and I, I cared less about the diagnosis. I said, if I got to get some work done and you have to help me do it, we're going to figure out how to work together. <laughs> you know, so it was more about I needed to understand your personality before I understood like everything else. And, you know, that kind of blew his mind because he's like, oh, man. And then the, the another thing that blew their mind, too, I was like a lot of the people with mental illnesses I worked with at the time I was working with them were more educated than I was. I was like at least six or seven of them had master's degrees. And he's like, what? And then other kids was like, what? For real? Because there's this like idea that if you have a mental illness, you can't be educated. Or if you have a mental illness, you have to be, you know, quote unquote crazy and in a straight jacket rolling on the floor, talking to yourself, doing Kung Fu in the park, <laughs> you know, <laughs> walking squirrels on a leash. I know y'all have seen those videos of, of people walking squirrels on a leash. Like that's what, that's the assumption. And it's not always that. I said, everybody got something that they deal with. I said, y'all got stuff that y'all deal with. I don't know it, but y'all know it. And I said, nobody knows your story better than you. So, you know, you never know what somebody may be dealing with. And I said, sometimes certain things happen to people later in life. I said, a lot of people, you know, they're fine. And then in their twenties, everything, uh, the switch just flips. Something happens in their life. Some sort of, trauma that they have to deal with that goes unresolved and next thing you know they're in a different space so just ooh, almost said my man's name jeff <laughs> we edit that out yeah jeff was uh asking a lot a lot of different questions and i was i was taking my time to answer his questions and you know um just being able to have the opportunity to speak to these kids to relate to them on a level that a lot of people probably don't come in and relate to them on to to drop some knowledge on them to encourage them to let them know like hey 
Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. It doesn't matter where you came from or what your circumstances. You can do whatever it is you want to do was just as much as it was inspiring for them. It was inspiring for me, man. I was like, dang, you know, I remember people coming to my class and talking to me about stuff like this. And now look at me. I'm out here doing it, <laughs> you know. So it was it was amazing. I loved every second of it. And I can't wait till the next one, man. So I will definitely keep y'all updated. Keep y'all uh, up to date of every engagement I do. If y'all ever want to pop out on me, you always pop out on me. Um, I appreciate y'all continued support. Sorry I couldn't get that episode out last week. That COVID was yeah, it was it was COVID and <laughs> it was doing what it what it do. Um, but continue to stay safe, continue to love one another, make sure that y'all out here uh keeping up keeping your mental health straight, man. Continue to prioritize you, continue to uh, you know, keep God first in all that you do. Uh let somebody know you love them. And until next time, this is Daily Dimensions. Peace. <laughs>